Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. It's August 1st. Let's see what developed this week. Meta wants to take the lead in shaping the metaverse, but damn, that can get expensive. Jacob Ridley at PC Gamer reports Meta's Reality Labs, which handles its VR and AR stuff, lost $10 billion last year and over the last six months lost another $6 billion. Now I hear what you're saying. How can I go about my day-to-day life caring for those I love when I'm worried about Meta's profit margins? Well, try not to worry. Meta overall still netted $46.8 billion in profit last year, and they know full well VR and AR is going to be a money-losing investment until the Metaverse kicks in, and they planned for that. And, of course, you may have heard that one way they're helping ease their own pain is by charging $100 more for every Quest 2 headset. Still, it will be interesting to watch and see if there's ever a time Meta starts pulling back on its willingness for Reality Labs to lose money. A June survey conducted by Deloitte tells us almost 75% of retailers plan to either accept stablecoin or crypto payments within the next two years. 75%, that's practically three-quarters of them. And that's true across almost every kind of retailer. Now, since Bitcoin and others like that have values tied most closely to wishful thinking, stablecoins will be easier for retailers to deal with because it's based on underlying real assets. But 83% of retailers do think consumer interest in digital currencies is only going to go up, and a little over half have already invested over a million dollars to enable digital payments. But do not expect retailers to keep those crypto payments. They really tend to want real money, so just over 50% plan on using third-party payment processors to convert it to fiat ASAP. The University of Tokyo is launching several study programs that will take place in the metaverse. The toga parties there should be epic, and panty raids will be conducted using NFTs. But there's method to this Animal House madness. They're making the classes available to anyone from high schoolers to working adults because Japan needs a workforce educated in advanced technologies. Likewise, students at the Hong Kong University of Science and Technology will soon be able to take classes in the metaverse as well. They've built digital copies of their two campuses, and any obscene graffiti about their school rivals can simply be deleted instead of having to be washed off. Not only can classes be held entirely in the metaverse, students sitting in class with headgear on can see info superimposed on real objects. In the future, you might be going to live out a movie instead of just going to see it. This could fulfill my dream of being a backup dancer in High School Musical. A filmmaker has made the first entirely in-game, feature-length metaverse documentary called We Met in Virtual Reality. Sounds like a When Harry Met a Suitable Binary Code kind of movie. Joe Hunting studied different VR chat-based subcultures, interviewing them and filming what they did. Up to now, VR films used screen capture and sharing, but this used an in-game camera asset. People talk about liking VR chat because it's safe to express their gender, do risk-free sex work, and meet people you'd normally never interact with. Like me and the guy who reads our power meter. It's an optimistic take. Negative aspects like becoming Westworld are avoided. Joe hopes one day to even win an Oscar and get slapped by Will Smith. 
Of all the questions you expected to be asked about the metaverse, I bet this wasn't among them. What's the weather going to be in the metaverse? Seems like the obvious answer would be whatever you want it to be, but maybe not. There are worlds where people will want to experience surprise weather conditions like a gentle rain shower or a tsunami that knocks you off your feet. But also, anywhere companies are running simulations, they can simulate all kinds of weather to test how their simulated simulations will hold up if the simulation were ever real. For instance, if you believe in climate change destroying the world next week, you could see how Birmingham, Alabama will fare as a beach town. Another interesting use is doing trial visits of places you intend on really visiting so you can see what season you want to visit it in. Aruba is lovely when it snows. Finally, companies like AccuWeather can use metaverse weather to show people how severe weather conditions can be and get people to evacuate when they're told instead of throwing hurricane parties. A lot of companies and brands are building worlds or at least buying real estate in worlds. And one of those brands is Wendy's, home of the square hamburger that's much bigger than White Castle's square hamburgers. They had already put up the Wendyverse in Meta's Horizon worlds, but now they're already expanding it. In the Wendyverse, people were already going into their virtual restaurant where their avatars could play basketball with Baconators, but now they've added Sunrise City Castle, which has an obstacle course, and Frosty Village, where you can ski using french fries as skis. To address what should be your obvious question of why, Wendy's believes this can strengthen people's relationship with their brand. And if you do things like ski using french fries, you could get free, real-world Wendy snacks. Personally, I think people who dip their fries in their Frosty should be banned from the metaverse. That's what we've got for you this week. Please subscribe and make a habit of listening. Just five or six minutes a week will make you the smartest person in the room. And we'll be back next week. Music